There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Hopping into our Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we got Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. How are you? We're good. And uh, today it sounds like it's a case of Lisa versus the world. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. got, you're mad at the world. And what is the world doing to Lisa that's got her so upset? All right, I am angry. So I don't have any dogs, right? And I don't have anything against dogs. So on my trash days, which is Wednesday, um, I've been taking my trash can back, and I've been noticing that inside an empty trash bin, there's just dog poop. I don't know who it is or whose dog. It could be multiple different people, but people are putting their dog's poop bags literally inside of the empty bin at the very bottom. So are you saying this is after your trash can's been emptied? Exactly. Because you wouldn't know, I guess, if it happened before because (laughs) it would just go with the rest of your trash. Right. And also, I wouldn't really care because it would be on top. I wouldn't even smell anything. But the fact that I end up having it at the bottom, and I clean the bottom of my trash bins. It's just really gross and it smells. So where do you keep your trash cans when they're not out by the street? I like to put them in the garage so that they don't blow away or fall over or anything like that. Okay. Oh, and that makes sense why you'd clean it out then. I I was getting a little nervous there, like, oh, boy, we got one of those people cleaning the trash cans. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've been known to pressure wash mine a time or two just to get the crap out of them. But all right. right. So, but I'm guessing like by the, you know, you said your trash day was what day? Wednesday? Wednesday, correct. All right. So poop bag in there by the time it gets around to like Saturday or Sunday, it's probably not smelling too good in your garage. Correct. Do they even tie the bag up or are they just like using a plastic bag and and just leaving it open, throwing it in there? It looks like they'll twist it up and then kind of try to fold it and throw it down. Ah, all right. So it's, I mean, even then, the those thin little plastic bags, the smell will permeate through those. Yeah. Over time, I guess. Yeah. This is such right. a weird problem to have, but I haven't noticed dog poop bags in mine, but I've gone out to get my trash when I get home from work after they've emptied it, and there'll be like a soda can or a water bottle in there, and I'm like, all right, somebody just use my yeah, receptor. Walk, walking through the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah and that's mm-hmm. fine, but I, it, those, those don't stink. Nope. Right, yes, exactly. Do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury? Um, I just think that people should be a little bit more considerate if they see that there is an empty trash bin. (laughs) Don't put poop all the way at the bottom of it. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, stat, your juror member number one. Uh, I'm guessing you're short and have little arms and can't reach in there, which is why it's such a problem at the bottom. Um, I have three chihuahuas. We go on walks all the time. But, man, I tell you, it, it's no fun walking around with their poop hanging off of my belt loop. 
And I'm very oh, guilty yeah. of the first trash can I come to, I throw it in there. So I might be your problem. But I also want to say, as a homeowner and having a trash can, it's not nice. I, I don't think it's a good thing I'm doing. I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say Team World because okay. the poop's got to go somewhere. I don't have three little chihuahuas. I got a big old chocolate lab. <laughs> And I'm not just going to be carrying that bag around. I'm not going to leave it on the ground either. So I'm with Stat. I'm with the world. Throw it in the trash can and keep on walking. I'm going to go Team Lisa. I'm with you, Lisa. It's my yes. stuff. Don't be throwing your crap in there or your dog's crap mm -hmm. in there. I mean, it, I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. And I should have said that, that it still bothers me when there's a can or a bottle in there. I'm like, hey, this yeah. is my trash can, not your public one. Come on. But I mean, that's just me. By a score of a two to one, though, we have sided with the world. It looks like it's just me and you against the world, Lisa. Oh, man. Uh, Would it be better if we left it on your front porch on fire? I, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously, people know what to do when it's not trash. Okay, though, so they should just do that. Well, let's see. Uh, this looks like it's a pretty big problem, bigger than we anticipated, because the lines are lit up. Let's find out what our B105 listeners have to say at 749-B105 and through our app, okay? All right. Thank you, guys. Best of luck, Lisa. Thanks. Bye. All right. Get them lined up right now. 735 B105 traffic. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, who was right last night? Today featured Lisa against the world. <laughs> well, the world that keeps dropping bags of uh, dog poop in her trash cans after the trash guys have already come by and emptied them. She doesn't like it. They start smelling after a while. So uh, by two to one, though, Stat and Ashley sided with the world. I sided with Lisa. Let's see what Scott from Union says. Kind of sides with the world as well. Why is that, Scott? We have dogs and we walk them and uh, we, you know, we put our our dog poop in the can and our trash is in there. And we come back every trash day and the poop's still in there. So it's like I know the trash guy got a tough job, but. You know, you got that little arm on the back of it, so use that to throw everything in there. It's your dog's poop staying in your can. Yes. That's interesting. It should, like, they shake them and stuff. It should be falling out. You would have so. Well, uh, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're such in a hurry, and I get it. And they just grab the bag. It's wrapped up with the bag, and they don't actually put it on the arm. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, well, appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. Anytime. And uh, we got Desiree from Cincinnati that is uh, also Team World, so she's got a big dog. She doesn't want to walk around with a big old bag. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, would you rather my dog poop in your yard and you're mowing your grass and you step in it? Ugh. Or just put it in a bag and then bag it up and throw it in the trash? <laughs> just be happy it's being picked up. Tell us about your dog. How big is it? He is a king corso. He's 160 pounds. Ooh, oh, that's, that's big, big piles. Wow. 160. <laughs> All of a sudden, that uh, Jeff Goldblum scene in Jurassic Park <laughs> popped into my head where he's standing next to the big pile there. Thank Ew. you very much, Desiree. Appreciate it. Thank you. You uh, guys have a good day. You too. Jackie from Springboro, welcome to Team Lisa. Why are you joining our club? Well, I will tell you, I love dogs. We lost our dog a year ago and miss her desperately. But you know what? Dog ownership, that's your responsibility. Don't take your problem. Make it someone else's problem. we got to live together. Yeah, Jackie. Terry's weighed in on the B105 app and is with you on that and says, I have the same problem. Hold on to your dog poop and put it in your own doggone garbage can. <laughs> I like it. Absolutely. Thank you, Jackie. Appreciate it.
Thanks. And uh, Mary Jo is listening on the B105 app right now in Florida, and she wants to weigh in. Mary Jo, what's up? Hi, good morning. Morning. So uh, what part of Florida are you in? We live in Bradenton, Florida. We listen every morning on Alexa. Oh. E105, every morning. We love it. Well, and you're siding with Team Lisa. Why is that? Yes, we love dogs. My husband and I love dogs. But I think the owners have become so inconsiderate. Um, everything from the story that Lisa just told to... You could be eating dinner on it. You could be eating dinner and spending one hundred and fifty dollars on dinner, and there's a dog right next to you sitting on, on at your feet. So, um, yeah, I think it's the owner. It's not the dogs. Okay. All right. Hey, well, you have a great day down there in sunny Florida, and just know that it's cloudy, drizzly, and fifty nine here in Cincinnati right now. Okay. Well, I'll tell you that it's eighty and sunny in Bradenton, Florida. Stop it. Oh, that one hurt. It's uh, 749. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, is a pretty big day in my life yesterday. I guess it should be, uh, it was bigger in my 17-year-old daughter, Dara's life, because uh, yesterday she passed her written part of the driver's test and got her, I guess you still call it a learner's permit. permit. Is that okay. still what it's called? So, uh, yeah, she got that done. Ooh, so, uh, got that. And, and then yesterday afternoon, I'm like, okay, I'm around my house, and all of a sudden I get a text, hey, Dad, can you come over and we go for a drive? And I'm oh, like, oh, awesome. of course. I'm like, yeah, I was really busy, but I'm like, this is a big day. I'm yeah. getting, I'm driving what I'm doing. I head over, and this is now around five o'clock, so it's rush hour Ooh. in Fort Mitchell, and there's some busy streets, Dixie Highway, and everything. And I'm like, let's usually we just you know drive around the neighborhood. No, I said let's get out on Dixie, baptism by fire. Let's oh, do this. Boy. Yeah. What's uh, what's one of the most like scary things that she does? Like I remember when I was driving. My dad would freak out when I was, you know, approaching other cars that were stopped. Like, sure. Ah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm stopping. I'm slowing down. No, that's exactly it? what happened. So we <laughs> went down Dixie, went through Fort Mitchell, made a ride onto oh, Buttermilk, no. and we're heading out kind of towards Stats, neck of the woods in Villa Hills. Coming up to a stop, a, a stopped car in front of us at a red light. And I'm like, that's the only time I was trying to be calm and cool because I knew she was yeah. nervous. And I'm like, Dara, 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 Dara. <laughs> you know, stop. We're going to be in their trunk. She goes, I'm stopping. I'm stopping. <laughs> I said, you, you, you might want to push on those brakes a little bit harder. <laughs> Not too hard, but, you know. So uh, she did good, though. She did really good. And, and uh, I mean, I know it's, I, I remember back when I first got to drive. We all do. And it's a big day. So uh, then we kind of just cruise through neighborhoods a while. I remember going on Memorial Parkway. I got my license when I was 17 also. And I thought, like, I think Memorial Park was like 40 or 45. Mm -hmm. I thought that was so fast at yeah. that time. Oh, man. And yeah, I know. Now it's like, oh, I'm doing 80. No. Dara did give me, as we were heading over the uh, 7175 there exit in Fort Mitchell, you know, on, on Dixie Highway, she goes, you're not making me go on the interstate, are you? I said, no, no. Heavens no. Not, not yet. Not, yet. not, not yet. in okay. rush hour traffic. Maybe when I drive to work, that's okay then. But uh, yeah, so, but I did have to do the total dad thing. And uh, I, I did roll video when we were cruising through some neighborhoods and stuff. And uh, she didn't look. driving. <laughs> oh, gosh, Dave. Doing so good. I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> look at her make that turn. Make that turn. Woo! Can you at least smile? 
Keep your eyes on the road. That's right. <laughs> well, I made her look at the camera for a second. There. Keep your eyes on the road. So I posted that video just thinking everybody would like to see it over on our uh, B105 and Big Dave Show Facebook pages. And then all of a sudden, a lot of the comments are like, why is she so angry? Why don't you smile at all this stuff? And I'm like, because she's concentrating. She's nervous. She's a teenage driver. Well, let's think about it. Do you personally drive around with a smile. I mean, that would just be weird. Yeah. No, I do. Oh my gosh. My first time driving, I was so excited, especially like if I shifted from first to second and I got the gear, I probably was ear to ear smiling. But dude, it's the internet. You could post a puppy picture and people oh, yeah. hate on it. Well, so they true. weren't really hating on it. It was more like, of why just... Why is she so mad? She's like, focused. She's focused. So I just took it down off of there. I'm like, because she's going to see that and she's going to make me take it down. Sure, sure. So yeah. Good call. So what's next? You're getting her a car? No, she has one. Oh, she's already got yeah, one. Yeah, we uh, actually what a, fri- have? a friend of ours. It's like a uh, 2007 Xterra. Okay. Uh, this Did guy you say that- Xterra? It's her name. Xterra. Dara's <laughs> Xterra. Very good. Yeah. No, it was a guy that we know. Our, he's actually been on the show a lot. Terry Foster, the oh, emergency okay. room nurse at Saint E. Yeah. He's the only owner of the car ever. So uh, got wow, a really so- good deal on it. It's a good solid. Basically, it's a tank. So <laughs> just, just know if, if yeah. you, get, you get in a little tussle with Dara on the roadways, chances are she's going to win. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, always going down these uh, rabbit holes here as our own B105 stat man and well, you, you found something that's not in a hole. It's actually way up in the sky that is for sale. What is going on oh, here? Oh, man. Here's what's snapping and thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. You could own a West Side Icon, the water tower. It looks like a castle. It's not like the Florence Yall Tower, like <laughs> one of those little skinny ones that kind of looks like an hourglass. No, this looks like a three, like, round castle and it's only $29,000. So for, you're telling me for twenty nine grand you can buy a water tower that looks like a castle on the west side of Cincinnati. And turn it into whatever you want. Now, there are some catches. Like, there's no bedrooms, no bathrooms, no heating, no air conditioning. It, it's, a, it's a water tower. It's a structure. But you can turn it into anything. They said they'd love to see it, like... Turn into a hair salon, a hotel, Whoa. a daycare, or right. maybe a restaurant. I How? do see like windows. Yeah. So there's got to be like a stairwell. Man, maybe <laughs> set up a touring. Say you want to buy it. Let's go check it out inside. <laughs> yeah, I, I could <laughs> Call contact <them>. the realtor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think it's fascinating also that, okay, they're selling it for just under 30 grand, but it actually sold a few years ago for only 7,500 bucks. Really? Whoa. Yes, it's a half acre of property. On the west side for seventy five hundred bucks. I mean, I, I guess the housing market applies to water towers too. I guess everything so. just spikes. Yeah. It's a buyer's market right now. This looks like a lighthouse, actually, to me. This thing does. And Very I, unique. I yeah. don't you might know about me. I love lighthouses, and you know what? Maybe when I'm an old cantankerous man, I'll live in a lighthouse one day. I might just cool. where'd Dave go? Oh, he's in a lighthouse somewhere. But the old man in the lighthouse. Yeah, I'm the guy that they unmask at the end of Scooby Doo, and they're like, "We do it. It was." the whole time. <laughs> I bet you somebody gets in there, though, and, like, rehabs this, and they can make it something cool. Oh, I'd love to turn it into, like, an Airbnb or, or I mean, just living in it. As a kid, I always thought it would be fun to, like, buy an old warehouse 
and then you could turn it into like put bike ramps in and skateboard ramps and like <laughs> ride around the house. And I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That would be where you lived. I just love that old industrial look. Funny thing, my grandma lived right down the street from this water tower. So growing up, we drove past it all the time and we'd call it the castle. Okay, oh, so yeah. it's sentimental to you. Stat. Yeah, dude. We, we got to get in this thing. I want to see in it. There's uh, these windows here. Like, what are they for? I think it's kind of cool, and it's a one-of-a-kind thing. They say this rarely happens where some water tower goes into the private seller's market, and, well, this is your rare chance to own a water tower. All right, let's pool our money. What do you say? <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. 75 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it was that $7,500 price, we'd yeah. be talking to I'd be yeah. all about it. But for 30 uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jesse Tax sitting on a small fortune. You know he is. Let's oh, get him involved in this. Wow, what a bachelor pad that could be. <laughs> a three-story bachelor pad. Oh, and that's what's snapping in thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Ashley is back from her uh, little short trip to Chicago in the Windy City, and you had fun, no doubt, there. I sure did, but uh, Chicago is cool. But the thing is, I love road trips, and I actually use an app called Road Trippers anytime Officer Nick and I are going anywhere, and we saw a... Oh, what was it? The it's, giant drawer, chest of drawers. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It had some big old socks hanging out of it. So I went with Sude and John up to Chicago. Didn't Officer Nick try to buy that, by the way, to fit oh, in your house oh because you were running out of space for ever. all your clothes? Yeah, I need it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors would love that. Just put it in the backyard. Anyway, uh, we were coming back from Chicago, and I was like, I wonder what, you know, what we can see. So it was between Michael Jackson's uh, house, like his where he was born. Yeah, Gary, Indiana. Or a giant lady's leg sundial. I so choose the sundial. Yeah. I had to make a choice here. And yes, I went with the giant lady's leg sundial. Now, what in the world is this all about? So I did a little research because I'm like, okay, how far is it off the beaten path? Mm -hmm. This and that. I'm reading reviews. And then I find out that it is within a clothing optional resort. <laughs> I was like... Oh. That's different. Are they yeah. going to let us in? Is this private property? Well, it says optional. So, I mean, that means clothes are optional as well. Yeah, but it is like a private community kind of. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's just roll up and see what happens. And, you know, hey, if we see some leg from somebody else, I guess that's okay too. Uh, everybody did have their clothes on. They were very nice. And I took the picture and kind of like how it works is the sundial from the, the shadow of the leg will tell you, help you tell what time it is. Mm -hmm. Like a sundial is supposed to do. It's just a giant sundial. Because people without clothes on don't have watches on. Well, so it doesn't say... They yeah, need yeah, to I, know. I guess you would look kind of weird naked with a watch on. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel naked think. without it. You hear people say that. <laughs> I feel so. like nobody would even notice the watch you were wearing. <laughs> and then I just kind of put it up there on, on B105's Facebook. And Shauna said that she found a giant rooster in a top hat on a trip. So that's different. I was I like looking that. at legs. She was looking at giant yeah. roosters. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It was just something fun. 
Something to do, something to see, something I will never forget. It adds a little uh, spice to your road trip, Stat. You're really famous for uh, going out and finding these things all the time. You were just down in Louisville and you found what? Colonel Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hanging out with the Colonel. Hey. But everywhere you go, I, I love that app. That's how you found that witching tree when you were down there in Louisville. Yeah, Ashley? just different like little hidden gems. And, you know, if it's free, I love it even better. So I'm like, let's go check this thing out. It breaks up the road trip. Yes, it does. And you can check out the uh, giant... Ladies, ladies leg sundial. Yeah, okay. <laughs> how do you know it's a lady? It could have been a, a swimmer's leg. Yeah, you sound like Cody. Way to assume the gender of the leg. It was the app, people. I'm just saying what the app's saying. It has no pronouns. 851. This is the Big Dave Podcast. I'm just a Yeah, that means it's time for another round of Slow Your Jelly Roll. And we got Rhonda from Covington here with us. Good morning, Rhonda. Good morning. You want to win these tickets, don't you? Yes. All right. We have slowed down another breakfast pastry. You have to tell us what it is. Here it is. All right. Name that pastry and you're in the pavilion. Uh, Sausage biscuit. (laughs) No, Rhonda. I'm so sorry. This one's tough, so we got to keep moving, okay? All right, thanks. Colton from Harrison, step right up and tell us what the slowed down breakfast treat is. Blueberry muffin? Yeah! Congratulations, brother. All right, you just won a pair of pavilion tickets to see Jelly Roll at River Bend September 28th. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Okay. Yeah. Now, stop by the B105 van and bring us all a. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll do the day show. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Oh, we got some good vibes coming right out of Xavier University today. And it's no, it's not the fact that Xavier is moving on to the Sweet 16 and ready to wreak some havoc into the Elite Eight. No, it's something that happened on an airplane flight to Florida earlier this month, and it involved an emergency room physician at Mercy and a professor in Xavier's Health Services Administration. Uh, His friends call him Eddie, Dr. Edmund Hooker. Good morning, Dr. Hooker. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you got it now. So the good vibes are something, like I said, that happened with you on a flight to Florida. And my gosh, we got you here. Tell the story. Yeah, so I was flying to Florida uh, from Charlotte to West Palm, and about halfway into the flight, uh, someone screamed out, uh, he's having a heart attack. So I jumped up and ran back into the plane back behind the wing, and uh, here was this guy. He wasn't having a heart attack. He was actually dead. Uh, he, he wasn't breathing. He was sitting in seat F in that row, uh, blue, and so I grabbed him and yanked him down into the floorboard and dragged him over so that his chest would be at the aisle. So his head was sitting in front of C, and the rest of his body was in front of uh, D through F. And uh, I checked for a pulse, and uh, he had no pulse and was blue and not breathing. So I pulled off his shirt, uh, just kind of pulled it up off of him. And another uh, physician was on the flight, an actual pediatric surgeon. I asked her to start compressions, and I got the AED out and started getting it ready to put on. And at that point, I checked uh, for a pulse, and it had been about two minutes of CPR. And he had developed a pulse. And so we stopped compressions. He started breathing and was turning pink. 
after maybe three to five more minutes, he started to move his eyes and then started waking up. And by the time we did the emergency landing in uh, Jacksonville, he was actually talking to me. Wow. Name and there's barely enough room in between the seats for our legs. And you saved a life in that little narrow area. It was tight. He he weighed probably 250 pounds. My back uh, has finally recovered from dragging him out of that. This is amazing, Dr. Eddie Hooker from uh, Mercy and Xavier here. You were there actually in a moment because you're a physician when someone yelled, is there a doctor on the plane? And you were there to act and you had some help as well, it sounds like. I, I did. I did. And anybody could have done this, though. The key is acting. You didn't need to be a doctor. I am, and I'm an emergency physician, so I'm used to acting quickly because time is of the essence. Mm -hmm. But anybody could have done the CPR, anybody, and that is the key. We need everybody to become trained in CPR because if you wait until EMS arrives, most people are not going to make it. Well, I mean, this guy definitely would have because you were, you know... 30,000 feet in the air or whatever. So it was a long time coming for EMS. Uh, Dr. Hooker, this guy actually reached out to you. What did he say to you? Well, he sent me an email and we you know, went back and forth a few times emails. He just basically said, thanks for saving my bacon or something like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so, I did not expect uh, that response. I think we know the cause of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he uh, was just really appreciative and he just searched for me. He said, are you the Dr. Hooker that saved my life? And I was like, well, yeah, actually I am. So. That is me. It's incredible. Well, it's just amazing. Uh, Dr. Eddie Hooker here from Mercy and Xavier, a professor there, saving lives on the plane. I mean, dude, the good vibes are huge this morning. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, it was my pleasure. I, I feel blessed that I was able to be there and help this guy. Before we let you go, let's get a big old Go X, Go Muskies. Come on. <laughs> yeah, all right. Go X. Beat those. Guys up on the basketball court. <laughs> you don't even know they're playing Texas. Come on, Doc. I do, does it matter? Does it matter? Thank you, Doc. Appreciate All it. Right. Take care. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning, we've got Ruthie. Uh, she is teaching uh, special needs kids at Oak Hills High School. That's wonderful, Ruthie. Thank you very much for doing that. You're welcome. You're also a, a mother of three and now a grandmother of one. Congratulations. Thank you. Love my baby. You better have the dad joke uh, ready to go right now. What do you have? Okay, how did the dad justify buying the new boat? I don't know. How, how did, did the, the dad, dad justify, justify buying, buying the, the new, new boat? boat? There was a sale. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Very good. Ruthie, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a great day. And everybody at Oak Hills High School, go by and say, where's the sale to Ruthie today? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.